Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host Michael, and with me again, I just really like I keep saying this every time. I should stop saying it. With you, me you, again, with, with you again is well, JD. How are you, mate? Not so bad, mate. How about yourself? Huh. Nice shirt you got on there. Yes, yes. For those who don't know, I'm wearing the Autobahn Lounge racing shirt. He's um, uh, he's on the bandwagon. <laughs> it's actually the first time I, I only. I mean, I, I took it out of the packet after I bought it in Adelaide, and I washed it when I got home back to Darwin, and um. I haven't worn it yet. That's yeah, why I was well, like, it's good as time as any. I wasn't going to wear it on Sunday because I wasn't doing anything. I was just sort of like sitting on the couch doing a little bit of housework and that. So I was like, I'm just going to get hot and sweaty in it. But you know, today we've got the aircon on. We've got in the little studio. I call it a studio. Um, <laughs> and I was like, stuff it. I'm going to wear the um, the lounge shirt. And it's not a bad looking shirt. It's it is. It's quite a nice shirt. Very black. I don't know if I'm going to wear it up here because, oh, it's going to be hot. Well, I reckon we're going to have a good dry season this year, so fingers oh, crossed yeah, that we're going to have a nice, cool uh, cool uh, supercar weekend. I had a thought the other day. of like, imagine if it rained up here. Like just, just a light sprinkle. I oh, don't yeah. think it ever, but we have had rain a couple of times in June and July, but it's only like... Mainly May. Yeah. Mainly the end of May gives yeah. us a surprise. As much as I hate wet races, I just want one. Just one would make it big. It would make <laughs> a big difference. It'll shake up the field. It'll make things. Who's exciting. got a wet setup? No one knows. <laughs> well, we didn't even bring wet tires with us. <laughs> well, where do we what start? News? Mate? What news have we got? Should, oh, well, the news. Should we jump into it straight away, head first onto this V6 Holden Bizzo? I believe you want to talk about that. I yes. do want to talk Fire about away, it. Michael. So, for those of you guys who don't know, Holden have now. I think they've officially put it on hold. They are yes. no longer going to do the wild cards for the V6s um, this year, which is a shame for Matty Campbell because I was actually looking forward to the V6 wild cards. Um, apparently, they're happy with the package that they've got at the moment. And I think enough people on social media and around the track have already kicked up a stink. With the idea of a V6 in there, you've got a lot of te- um, some team owners. I think Betty Kaminko said, we are not running a V6. We're going to stick to the V8. Um, Gary Rogers was like, we're not going to a V6. We would rather find a new manufacturer than go to the V6. I think it's a lot of short-sidedness with a lot of people. That's my opinion. I mean, everyone has their own opinions. and that's I'm nodding away here, yes. yes. yes sir. It's just, I understand that everyone likes the V8s and we can't, you'd said a good thing just before, before we started recording was we can't sort of go down formula one path and just forget about the actual show and the fans with what formula one did with these. Yeah. With the, they, they were going down a technical aspect that it's quite funny now that everyone's pushing back against it because the manufacturers were the ones that all wanted F1 to be pushing the technical elements with hybrids. Yeah, exactly. And it, it kind of got out of hand. I think the rules just weren't quite strict enough. Mm. We've got to be careful with V8s for the same reason. We're not just doing things for the sake of doing things. We've got to remember it is an entertainment. Essentially, racing is not so much like our supercars are not relevant to to the car road, road cars at all. Bit. Yeah. The only thing that may be relevant is that they help sell cars. So um, you've got to remember that it's got to be an entertainment factor. I don't agree with them shelving the V6. I do agree with you. I know you were about to ask me that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think we've got to be careful with uh, how we in- implement it. it. It should be done properly. And I feel like we've just stepped away from something halfway through now. Yeah. Like, just as long as they're making the rules, like, you don't have to change. 
I don't think there was anything in there saying as soon as they made it, the V6 was out, everyone had to change. No, they were allowed to run either. So, what bothers it? Like, who does it bother? I think if we're not going to put this V6 in, we run the risk of a lot of new manufacturers going, I'm not going to bother. I don't make a V8. I was talking to Mitch, our little reserve co-host. Yeah. Um, And I was saying, you know, we got to be realistic. In about 10 years' time, you're not going to be able to get a V8. Oh, definitely. You're, and he was saying, at the right. moment, we, we're not going to be 100% correct. We did no research at all. But, um, like, the Mustang is one of the only cars you can get in a V8 under 100K. In Australia. Maybe the Stinger. Yeah. Two. Yeah. But, so you got, what, two cars? Yeah, I can't, I just, I can't I think, think of one off the top of my head. There's nothing wrong with bringing the V6 in there. If the racing is good, if we keep the racing the same, if we can manage to work out a good parity between the two engines, I like. I was really a fan of the idea of having different strengths and weaknesses in the engines in different sections of track. Yeah, it might spice up the racing a little bit. Not that you know the racing in supercars is boring at all. <laughs> yeah. um, it's actually some of the best racing we've got. Yeah, but yeah, it's just ah, uh, I wasn't I wasn't happy when that news come across and. Um, yeah, Mitch definitely knows that because there was a flurry of text messages from me to him going, oh, it's absolutely bullshit. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> what monkeys are running this joint? <laughs> it it was a surprise too. It really was. I uh, I thought we were all pushing ahead for our looking forward to uh, the wildcard entries of the V6s and now it looks like that's all going to be put on the, hel- the shelf as well. So we're not even going to get to see them race at all. Even after all of this development, um, triple eight team and, um, sorry, refresh my memory. The, the people that build the engines for triple eight, uh, starts with a K K R E engines. That's the one. So uh, it is, it's, it's a bit of a shame. I'm sure there's been a lot of money poured in and hmm. maybe it'll pop back up. Maybe it will. I mean, like there's... you were just saying before that the, the marketing director of Holden has, has stepped, up, stepped away and mm-hmm. someone else is going to be put in. Maybe in this interim period, they've just halted a few things to make sure that there's, you know, until the next person gets in, they can run their own ship then. Well, they, at the moment, like they said, they're happy with the package. And I mean, really, who's not happy with the ZB package? I can <laughs> they're, tell well, you a couple winning. of people. There's uh, Ryan Story, <laughs> Tim Edwards. Um, Every Ford Ryan driver. Sinclair. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, there's a few of them. But, Tim Edwards even comes out today and he said that he believes that there's only a matter of time before another alternative power source finds its way into the championship. And that's true. I just think they need to grow a pair and just be like, look, I know what majority of the fans are saying. There's a loud uproar of it, but we're not getting rid of the V8. What do they think? Like tomorrow the V6 is going to be in and then all of a sudden no V8s in there. The only way that the V8s would disappear is if the V6s come in and, and somehow they have parity, parity, and they are just leagues above the V8. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Man, we've oh. kicked it off with me being angry and worked up already, and we're only like six minutes into the show. I am. I'm just standing back. Yeah, he is. He's like push back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, feet so, up on the desk. Just wait. <laughs> Michael, handle this. <laughs> I have a few notes on that, and I, that's it. I don't want to jump into the V8, V6 talk too much. I'm not happy. I'll get over it. Um, <laughs> I guess it was just an angry weekend because I want to jump into the Super 2s now and I don't really want to jump into it because 
I'm more annoyed at the Super 2s this weekend than, say, all my purchases of cryptocurrency in January. And if anyone that doesn't know about that, crypto was just tanked. Has it? Oh, yeah. But I don't care. I'm more annoyed that... I thought it tanked a while back. It's tanked even further. This is not a crypto show, but it's just tanked. All right? It's tanked. $800 down to $260 market cap. Anyway, I don't care about that as much as Bryce's car is a... A bucket of bolts? Yep. It's our PG. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Yes. uh, Going into Super 2s, yes, it was a tough weekend again for Bryce. He just... His highlight. Qualifying and and his race pace is just not there at the moment. I think what was the saying he said on Facebook? His highlight was the chocolate brownies. um, Yeah. Jim Stone came down. Yeah. One of the wives. Yeah. Name. But yeah, they they gave him um, chocolate scones or something. And he's like, that was the highlight of my weekend. And you're like... Damn, that's not a good weekend. Mm. Um, Bryce just qualified nowhere, raced nowhere. He made up positions in every race, though. He did. In one of the races, he he got caught out as well when a car spit off the track. He got sort of trapped. He'd already made up a stack of positions, went all the way back to the back again, yeah. and had to make up some more dis- positions. Really tough weekend. There was a bit of... Um, some crazy driving in the Super 2s over the weekend as well. We were talking Shea about... Shay Davies of, up the inside of about 10 cars. Now, turn which... Four. Yeah. Um, Shay pulled out and tried the old uh, run up the inside, used the guy turning in his brakes. It didn't work so well for uh, either of them. No. Two very damaged cars. Um, now, when Shay pulled into the pits, he looked like he was going well too quick. It's just I, my opinion. But I when he pulled into recall. the pits... So when he pulled into the pits... Is this he after to... he got stuck in the gutter? Um, we sort of got no, stuck that was a different that was race, on the wasn't Saturday. it? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd... Uh, anyway, it, it, he'd pulled into the pits. He ran down there, and then they've got to go down behind the V8 pits to get into their little part of the pits. And it looked like he was doing well over 40 when he went through that area. I wonder where the speed limit stops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe it actually goes, f- like, slower yeah, yeah, once you go into that area. Like 5Ks an hour or something. Like yeah. in, uh, Hidden Valley, once you get past the um the gate, the Waybridge gate, it's like, yeah, 10, 20Ks an hour. Yeah. I mean, there's... Because there's no road, it's just footpath. Yeah. Well, it's, it's all road, everywhere. but we use it as a footpath. Um. Anyway, Chris Pither, pretty dominant weekend for him. Yep, it was a really good showing from him. He's um really settled into his car nicely now and showing some great pace. So come Enduro time, he should be um very strong. Mm. I think this is... I don't want it to become a commonplace where teams go, you're going to be my Enduro driver, here's a Super 2 drive. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I don't mind to have a couple of benchmarks in the field, but I don't want everyone, like, you know, half the field basically being your, you know, your co-driver. I guess the, the, the big problem, I guess, is with V8's main game being so expensive to run versus the Super 2's is so expensive to run, but a lot more affordable compared to a full-time team. Mm-hmm. They can um, quite often use their, uh, how do you say, their sponsorship that wasn't going to get them over the line for a main game drive. They can quite comfortably drive in Super yeah, 2s, yeah. drive for a good team, drive with good cars, I wonder, good I mean, gear. It's a bit hard to like 
No, we talk to Bryce every now and then. If we get him back on the show, we can't realize. So how much does it cost to run your team? (laughs) (laughs) No, you only ever hear rumors about how much. We have to do that when we're not recording. You're like, look, we pushed the microphones real far away. (laughs) I shut down the recording laptop. Tell us. I I don't know. I think I could be wrong, but I think a Super 2 team sort of, most of them are paying over 300 a year. It's not bad considering your car's about 500. Yeah. Uh, Depending on breakages and whatnot and whose team they're racing for and what packages sort of, you know, some teams will probably be giving a discount for better drivers if they want to win championships Mm. because it attracts more drivers to that team that are going to pay a high rate in the next few years sort of thing. It's very political and stuff like that. Another driver in Super 2s that did quite well was um, my boy Thomas Randall. Yeah. After his big Black and gold. Black and gold. It just looks like so great. But he was doing really well in Adelaide right up until he crashed. He was and doing he really well here too until he crashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault, and he, you know, he wasn't doing that well either. <laughs> whatever, I like him. He's, he's, he's my new boy. He's my new one to look at. Um, all right. So I don't want to talk anymore about Super Two. <laughs> I don't. It was a, a bit of a rough weekend. After Paul Dumbrell's still doing a good job, um, keeping Pitha honest up the front there. Yeah. So. Championships should still be alive. I'm just looking at my notes in Super 2s. They're real depressed. <laughs> I even texted you on the sad day. Like, after Todd was in... No, yeah, Todd was, like, P4 or something in practice. Practice on Friday, on, yeah. On uh, Saturday. Oh, Saturday morning. So the one. one that didn't actually count until they get into the qualifying. Yeah. Jason Gomesall actually won his first race in TCM, which was really good. I know it's one of those um, ch- trophy races, which... Yeah, I mean, they count as a race win, field. but it's a... Yeah. Uh, 25 points for starting, 25 points for finishing. That's what you get. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm stoked. Todd's up the, f- you know, Todd was quick in practice. I think Bryce was seventh in the practice on Friday. It's going to be good. And then we had two qualifyings and it was just off the pace. And I said, JD, I'm like, I've just lost it. I don't, I don't have, didn't have the will to keep going. I was, <laughs> I had to force myself to sit there and watch racing on the TV. <laughs> Oh, that's how you know a passionate supporter. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That is very passionate. Um, it it, it is. It's tough. You you don't want to be in Paul Bryce's shoes. I'm sure he doesn't want us to be feeling sorry for him either. He's got a, you know, pretty good gig there driving a V8 supercar and Super Twos. I'm but only I'm only sorry for him because I know he can do better, and I want him to do better. <laughs> Not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully they can sort that sort that car out a bit now. All right, Super 2s. get a bit faster. Close the book on Super 2s. We're done. Okay. Main game. New qualifying format. Qualifying. What do you think of it? Because we're both like... I like it. We both love it. It's great. Um, I think it's... Look, it could be dangerous. You know, you have a value or something in practice on Friday. It's going to make... But at least you get a second chance. It's always... It, it is good. Jack is LeBrock good. proved that you can come from the bottom, like Q3, all the way to Q1. Yeah. I think it's good. I, I enjoyed it. I liked Friday was a lot more exciting. There was a lot more happening. People had a lot more on the line on Friday so that you could actually see in the practices, you know, people bolting on new rubber. Yeah. To like, go I remember practice. watching the practice up here and I don't think anyone ran new rubber. Yeah. They're running, you know, six-month-old rubber. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, no, it was it was really good. I think it was great success. I think we need to look at maybe implementing it at some more tracks. I understand why they definitely wanted to do it there on such a short track and it gets so crowded. And they're doing it again at Barbagello. Yeah. Uh, I think it could work on longer tracks too, but I think the excitement that it brought to the game, I think it was a bit of a game changer, and I, I, I liked it. I felt you got to see your fastest cars more. You got yeah. to see the cars more on the track, because really qualifying come down to like a 30-minute session. Yeah, and I think you got to see them do more fast laps in qualifying. Mm. So, say, a normal qualifying, we got a 15, 20-minute session. You know, they do two fast laps. Now we're getting yeah. three fast laps or four or five fast laps from these guys in in the the Q you know Q1 Q2 Q3 plus they've been pushing it on the Friday as well and so I don't think we were messaging each other on the Saturday about it and going oh it could be a bit confusing with people at home not fully understanding it. I mean I understood it just reading the text format that they put out yeah it was back pretty in the day it was pretty um pretty well presented on I the think. TV. You can tell who's in the drop zone. Yeah. It's like, boom, all right, I understand if you're in that. I think going. it may be harder for people that don't follow Formula One um, to grasp. See, you're already embedded with Q1, Q2, Q3 drop zones and whatnot from Formula One. So yeah. your brain automatically works that way. So if, if you don't ever watch Formula One, it might be a little bit more difficult to get your head around. But I think in general it was pretty simple. I think everyone – I haven't seen any I bad I haven't rep. seen any um, – Bad Even the drivers that got dropped, like knocked out of it and stuff like that, still seem to have a positive view of it. Well, we'll just have a quick look on Speed Cafe because that's our go-to thing Trusted for polls. Source. Um, there you go. Sixty-seven point zero five percent of the two thousand two hundred eighty-five people that have come onto there says they liked the qualifying and they want it at many circuits. Only 8.14% of people said, no, they don't like it. And 56 people are just, they're unsure. They're, they're they want to the see fence. it again. They want to see it again. And we get to see it again in a couple of weeks. Yes. Oh, a month. Yeah, we've got Philip Island before there. Yep. It's literally like just under a month. Next, uh, we've got a race this weekend actually for Formula One. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We do too. Yeah, China's on this weekend. I thought we are going fishing this weekend. Well, we have to see if I can <laughs> fix the boat before then. Anyway. Anyway, no, let's continue. Back to, uh, <laughs> back to the regular schedule programming. All right, let's go to the main game qualifying. Um, success. Success. Really good. I won't go through everything. I was really impressed with um, LeBrock. Yeah, all weekend his qualifying pace was up there and... The team's doing a really good job. They must be coaching him really well. Not saying that he definitely needs a lot of coaching, but they're obviously helping him through his transition to the main game, and he's now the standout. Uh, I do have a note in Q2. Craig went fastest and no one cared. (laughs) Uh, I did get a message about that, yes. So Craig was already fastest. He went out and dropped another tenth off his lap. And no one said anything. No one even noticed. I was like, to JD, I'm like, no one even noticed. No one cares. And he's like, I noticed. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think LeBrock did a great job. He went from Q1, Q2, Q3. Tip for qualifying at Simmons Plains. Just run hard. Like, just flat it over the start-finish line. Yeah. And don't even try and make I did one, notice two. that a few people were just, like, straight lining well, it. and then just... get a lot more speed. And if that's your last lap, who cares? 
Yeah, and they were just firing through the sand pit and coming out the other side. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, you'll go faster, apparently. That was the tip. Um, on the Saturday, Van Gisbergen got pole position. Um, Jamie had a good run at the end, but a small mistake, and he pulled out into the pits. He was actually, yeah, iffy on it. Scotty Mack was in third, Lounsey was in fourth, and because um, I was keeping a runny tally on LeBrock, he qualified ninth on the Saturday. All right, should we go on to Sunday's race? Because then I've, my next thing after qualifying is another Super 2 race, and I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> All right. Was it? Lounsey had a great start off the oh, line Sunday's on Saturday's race. race. Well, yeah. he had a great start all weekend, to be honest. Yeah, he was a rocket off the line. He only got trapped in behind Giz going into yeah. the first corner. But he was, yeah, he must have been, you know, he was a fair bit faster than every other car around him. Oh, he was in a league of his own this weekend. Yeah, it seemed to all come together for him. I don't know what they've found in the car or what he's done at home, but he's they've got to have to keep doing it for more events. Obviously, this is a strong event for him. He's won, what is it, 10 races there now or something uh, like that? 12? 10 or 11? Something. Anyway, he's won a lot of races I think there, the only right? person that's won more there is Win Cup. Um, yes. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just, yeah, when I'm I said I remember. think, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm trying to remember how many Wing Cup have won. Uh, they said all over the TV. I think, I it was, might have, I think Lowndes might be at uh, 10. I think Lowndes is 10 and then Wing Cup's, Cup's 11 or 12. Or yeah. Anyway, um, great, great job. He slung shot it right up there and then run a fairly clean race. Um, quali- uh, sorry, the qualifying. The, the pit stops were quite interesting. I actually like the format from this weekend, mm. um, especially for the Sunday race with the two pit stops. The so. tired deck. On the sad day, apparently Ty Degg was not to worry about. Yeah. And that's according to Crompo and Larko else, and Skate. Every team. Every team. Um, and then when everyone's doing pit stops and they're only taking three tires and... Yeah, yes. it was... Oh, well, we got Shane Van Gisbergen pitted first on, like, lap five. It was a um, very, very interesting weekend for the tyre deck because everyone sort of got ca- caught off guard and then um, threw a cat amongst the pigeons, especially with Shane's early, early stop, which, mind you, I did enjoy uh, Larko talking to him on the on the straight before the race and he said, oh, will you spin the tyres much coming off the no, line? No, said, no, 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 we're no. going long stint first. So Long stint first. Oh, that was five yeah, laps. the Sunday race. <laughs> yeah, five laps. No, I think that was the Saturday, was it wasn't Saturday? it? Yeah, um, I could be wrong. Anyway. No, it, you could be... You're right. He's yeah. like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't do that. Yeah, yeah, because um, it was a sh- yeah, short stint. Because he was one, like, yeah, 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 I'm just going to... I got a long stint to go. I don't want to use up my tyres. And what's he do? Just... <laughs> and then five laps later, he's five in, laps, in, the pits. in the pits. Long stint. Long stint first. Yeah, sure. Sure, Shane. <laughs> yeah, well, Scotty followed Shane in, like, the next lap. So he sort of pitted lap six. And where did he finish overall? Like, what happened Scotty to Scotty? Scotty fell back. Ninth, Scotty had a car drama on the Saturday race. Oh, that's right. He had the um, gear shift, gear shift, micro switch, and the gear shift wasn't working. his hand or something because he was really yanking it. Yeah, so they have what they call a micro switch in the 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 gear shifter that basically they can hold their foot flat on the throttle, pull on the gear shifter, the micro switch, a micro switch engages, mm-hmm. and it cuts ignition for that, like basically not not much time at yeah. all. You know, m- microseconds. But that microseconds and ignition cuts enough to unload the gearbox and allow you to pull the next yeah, gear. Yeah. And then when you release it, you know, obviously the um, ignition comes back. Now, his micro switch failed and he wasn't getting any of that 
engine retard when he wants to pull the next gear. So when he's got his foot flat on the throttle, it, you can't pull a gear. You no. won't pull it out of gear. So he was probably having to use the clutch and, and really wow. manhandle that Using gearbox. Using a clutch so in one of these cars, I don't think that you've done that in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, well, not, not, not very often. So, probably um, only on downshifting. Yeah, so that would have been quite a big effort from him and obviously he had um quite a bit bad blistering to his hand um from yeah ov- obviously the hard labor of uh, trying to pluck gears yeah well they i think they said they didn't really fix it. well they said they weren't sure if they fully fixed it but they had no issue on sunday yeah they, by the looks of it was all all okay could have been something as simple as a misadjustment uh scotty pie he he was on for a really good result he stalled it in the pits lost 16 seconds and he's still come out and finished eighth. He was in he for was, a good result. And the, the, he was the, quick. The stall in the pits was actually a clutch failure. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that's I'd... why it didn't start again. So All right. when he was trying to start it, the clutch pedal was actually stuck on the ground. They, they'd broken, by what I can decipher out of what they've actually released, they'd broken a fitting off the side of the gearbox for where the, the, the clutch fluid basically goes in. I assume that would be at the front, but he called it the gearbox. Uh, and it was enough to make it so, yeah, it could be on the back of the engine. Yeah, but the gearbox yeah, yeah. is at the diff. Um, so, yeah, so that that essentially they they had no clutch pedal and and no um, disengagement of the engine to the the drive line. So when he pu- went to pull off, he pu- plucked a gear and it just stalled it, and then he couldn't flick the it wouldn't uh, didn't want to come out of the anti stall sort of thing. He, he couldn't get the clutch pedal off the ground yeah. again. So he was. He had all sorts of dramas. Ah, it was not good. Like these, the mobile one, mobile boost, mobile racing. Yeah, mobile, 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 racing. mobile, 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 mobile racing. Um, they turn this team around. S- something chronic. Like they are. We all said after clips, or like ah, let's you know, we know that they could be good. Like we know they're good at clips, or and they're probably going to be strong at Townsville. Yeah, but. You know, the rest of the tracks last year, they were nowhere. And now, they've been on the podium at every round. They, they're they doing a really strong effort. It's been a really big turnaround for the whole team. I'm been... I'm very impressed. Yeah, quietly impressed by them. They're, uh, they look like a class act again. Tell you what, it's DJR are going to have to be real careful because they run the risk of moving to the third garage now. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, DJR seem to be struggling this year. They definitely don't have the pace they had last year. So it will be interesting to see uh, what happens come towards the end of the championship. We're only early days, though, so they could turn it around. Very early. I mean, this time last year, we were saying that, you know... Fabs Fabs was going to win. Oh, no, Fabs was going to win after the next round. But at this stage, it was Shane won three races and then Fabs won one. Yeah. But see, we've had that extra round in now, so it's like extra points. Points, yeah. And how good is it for Wing Cup to be all, all of a sudden back up equal again as well after Equal is leading the championship. Oh, yes, but you know what I mean. Not not, not 150 points, points down yeah. because he got a DNF. Um, anyway, so round at Saturday race, Jamie Wing Cup wins, his rate, wins the race. That's his 110th race win. Uh, Lounsey was in second. James Courtney was in third. Reynolds in fourth, which is doing another thing for him to... You know, keep, keep his championship yeah, thing alive. And Fabian was really the well. first Ford that come home in fifth. Just, everyone was really happy with Lounsey to be on the podium on Saturday. They were, weren't they? 
It was actually quite nice. Um, seeing the other drivers and, and commentators, basically everyone, you know, uh, I think Russell Ingle basically summed it up good. Um, when Lowndes is winning, when sport. Lowndes is doing well, the sport does well. That's also the same thing with Formula One. When Ferrari's winning, the sport's doing well. Yeah. And everything's, everyone's doing well at the moment. Ah, my tips were fantastic from last Shut up. Week. No one wants to hear about it. Um, <laughs> Sunday, Super 2 race. Scratch that off by talking. Um, qualifying on the Sunday. Ah, oh, I was, yeah. Qualifying one, seven minute mark. Hazelwood, purple sector, but lost 7.4 seconds and span into turn one. And that was my only highlight. <laughs> Yeah, Todd qualified 11th. I, th- I, was, I was hoping he could have sort of pull something out of the hat and get into Q2. Just it'll pump him up the, you know, getting into Q2, you mean you're starting at least 16th. Yeah, yeah. Which is a good thing. And I think something I do like about this qualifying format, I think it li- shines the light a little bit more on the lower teams that you, you, you know of, but well, don't you're get, watching. Yeah, you you're don't really get watching all the TV them. time because a, you've got... That's a really good point. I hadn't even thought of that. This is really going to make you... It's the same with Formula 1 with the queue, the different queues. You 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 know you tend to forget about the Triple Eights and the Ferraris and Mercedes. You, you're really watching who's going to get through. Mm. Are they, are they, you know, is, are these independent teams down the back of the V8 field, are they going to get through to Q, you know, into Q2? That, that is actually got a really good point. It, it could but be I think really it's also because the Triple Eights and the DJRs and stuff like that aren't on track. Yeah. Because, because when they are on track... Everyone, like, cameras always watch them. But the fact that they're not there and they jump in on Q2, I think it, yeah, it does. It just shines a light on a bit of extra little teams and you go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll cheer on Tim Blanchard. Anyway. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Q3, Q2. Poor Tim Blanchard. He got really singled out then. That was really <laughs> bad. <laughs> If it was last year, it would have been Alex Rulo. You yeah, would have yeah, so singled yeah. him out. Alex Rulo is actually doing quite well in the Super 2s. He is. Because that's where he belongs. <laughs> um, anyway, the rest of it was the Triple H show. I'm just looking at my things. Um, Lounsey, what, 50.708? That was a pretty quick lap. He was, yeah. Uh, it was a good weekend for Lounsey's qualifying. Definitely back up there now. Yeah. Well, well that, that really we, proved it. I I was actually, if I had time after work today, I was I was going to buy a cake. It was like a humble pie, <laughs> and I was going to eat it because I'm hungry. But I was <laughs> going to write, you know, Lounsey's qualifying because I was I've been someone on, in the past that has said Lounsey's done. Yeah, I'll someone, admit it. You know, I was like, it's only like a week ago. I'd been very silent last year about it. Until we about a week ago. It, we all knew, <laughs> we're like, oh, crap, Lounsey's just not where he used to be, and it's true. Well, it it was quite um, interesting to see that everyone seemed to know what the problem was. He couldn't, he didn't have brake stability in the car, and he didn't have good feeling for the car. Since this new car's rolled out, he has had a lot better feeling for the car, and obviously something in the setup and the engineering side of it clicked this weekend they've worked out how to make it so it gives him the right feedback and whatnot and he i think he said about it. 10 times this weekend like oh i rolled it out the, rolled the car out and it was 85 percent right yeah so, it, so it's, you really can't mess up if you're only trying to fix 15 percent of the car yeah you got a good base 
Yeah, so Lounsey's last poll was uh, 2015 at Queensland Raceway. Oh, no, when I said 50.7, sorry, Lounsey actually got a 50.579 and SVG 50.58. 0.008 between them. Nice. <laughs> and I think I remember seeing, I think, Laka or someone come up to Shane in the pits. Yeah, was I did like, see You that. know, this is like, oh, well, I, you was, know, I was also, I was within... He's like, he only just got me. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, you know, it's Lounsey's day. And it really, if I wasn't a Lowndes fan, I might have been a little annoyed at the coverage because the way everyone was like, he's like, ah, who cares what happens today? Lounsey's on pole. You know, <laughs> good for Lounsey. Lounsey, Lounsey, Lounsey. Oh, mate, you know, everyone wants you to win. Go win the race. It's like. <laughs> yeah. I would hate biased, to be. But... I'd hate to be a driver that was near him trying to beat him. Oh. Imagine if you accidentally punted him. You wouldn't be... You'd just, like, you stay in your car. Leave. You wouldn't lock leave the, the doors. island. Yeah. <laughs> lock the doors. Get me in that transporter. Get me out. Let's go. Uh, Sunday race. I've got Richie Stanaway, big damage, and Lounsey, great start. Stanaway can't catch a break, can he? No. Has his hype train pulled into the station and just taken a bit of a break? Because originally everyone was like, got to watch out for this kid, got to watch out for this kid. Um, I, I, I really don't He's won don't GP2. He was Aston Martin factory driver. I, I think he's got the goods. I don't oh, think it's He can drive. I just think he's had a bit of bad luck and he's getting a bit boxed because, let's all be honest, midfield's a very hard place to race in a supercar field of it's not such competitive. Friend, it's not a friendly area to drive. I, yeah, I and it's, it's very... Rather than the mid-pack. And it's very competitive, you know. We're talking, you know, one-tenth of a second could be five or six places. So... Uh, it is very, very interesting, you know, to see how he's struggling. But I think he will get stronger and stronger and stronger. And once he starts to get stronger, he will start a, having less DNFs and stuff like that. He's on a multi-year deal, hey? Don't know actually. Did he sign three years, or was it just a one-year deal? You'd hope it's at least two, especially being your rookie season. You're like, oh man, I can't set the field light. The last person to set the field light on his rookie year was like Lowndes, who won the championship. McLaughlin? Yeah, McLaughlin did all right. McLaughlin McLaughlin did all right when he went to the Volvo. Yeah. His year he, in, won, he won in he won New he Zealand. He won in Super 2s. Won in New Zealand in the Commodore, I think, in his first year. Yeah, he did. I believe. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. No, I'm not a, I'm no, not I'm a stats pretty, guy. I'm pretty sure he did. I remember it was the Red Fujitsu Commodore. Yeah. So I feel like he... he He's the probably last the benchmark. person, but before that, like, you had Lounsey win it in his rookie year. Yes, like he yeah. won the championship in his rookie year. Yeah, but you won't get another driver like Lounsey again. Anyway, this shows we, we're about to come up to the Lounsey race. So <laughs> if you don't like Lowndes, um tune in can, in a few minutes. You can um, tune in in probably ten, twenty minutes time when we start talking about Formula One. <laughs> <sighs> How great is Lowndes? <laughs> <laughs> have you written, um, a, written a ballot? Have you? <laughs> I, yeah, I've got a big poem. How good Lowndes is. Um, it really come to it was a fuel race. You know what? In this race on the Sunday, hats off to DJR, Team Penske. They did a really good job to leapfrog the other two triple eight cars with number seventeen. They did, they did. Because uh, I thought I thought he pitted too early. He only took forty three laps. Shane uh forty three laps. He only took forty three liters. Shane pitted what, lap fifteen and he took in sixty two liters. Comes out in front, but then McLaughlin come in. I was like, ah, you didn't take enough fuel. 
And then what, Lowndes Pits, and he only took in 79, 49 litres. So it wasn't in that much. There was no fuel difference between those two. Mm. Yeah, well, I think Penske were pretty good last year. Penske's cars were good with the fuel mileage last year, so it must be still a good strong suit for them. Mm. Bouncy down the inside of McLaughlin at turn four. That was his. That was a sweet move. That was. I didn't. I thought, geez, it's gonna they're gonna come together here and not very clean. Um, you know, it was a, l- a fair bit of qu- clean racing at turn well, that, four. Considering that turn corner four does right. produce good racing. It produces the the opportunity to run different lines. Yeah, and that everyone's like, it's like a NASCAR bowl, and it kind of makes me go. Should we make a track with a big NASCAR bend in it? Like <laughs> run different different uh, Yeah, like it doesn't have to be like full, you know, Indy five hundred bend. But two hundred and eighty kilometers an hour bend. <laughs> maybe at Tail and Bend. Have they finished building Tail and Bend yet? Yes, we, they have. Oh, so we can't put a They've big bend. Tr- it's it's very exciting. They've been doing lots of trial stuff there at the moment. GT three cars. I know there's like a few bikes. drivers now gonna drive like a few supercar drivers gonna yep, drive Shane, the GT uh, the Panda. Yeah, there's a few of them are doing it now. Oh, that's good. Shane had his big issue with his um, throttle. Yeah, so he was dragging. The throttle was sticking on a little bit, so every time he come into the braking zones, Did it was unsettling, the unsettling the car. No, when he come into the pits, like they're like, we're gonna have a look at it. He's like, boom, straight in the pits. As soon as he stops, his legs are up on the dash. The bloke coming in, he's <laughs> like, head right under his legs in the lap, <gasps> or like under his lap, like in the footwell, and I'm like. Oh, hot car, Ooh. stinky driver. <laughs> Do you really want to stick your head in there? I mean, good thing he's got a helmet. <laughs> I mean, what those race drivers do in their suits is... <laughs> maybe not so much in the supercars, but I know Formula One, it's like, well, you need to go. Just no, go. supercars was the same. What do you think happens at Bathurst? You, you wait a lot until of you get out of the car. <laughs> a lot of people sit in someone else's pee. You just hope it's only pee. I could yeah, do well, it. if you're taking shit, you're sort of taking that with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, I'm going to bring this out at the next stop. <laughs> Fabian, his tyre came off. I know. I wrote down here, Fab's out. I thought he was done. I thought he was, I thought it was with Scafi and Crompto going, you smacked the wall. Yeah. And yeah, my, my notes here is Fab's out and then I'm like, oh, wheel comes off, makes it back to pits. And then the groove in the tyre. How did it not punch it all the way through that tyre? I do not know. Special DJR tyre. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was amazing. You could see the wheel nut go flying across the road. Yep. But it uh, seemed like he pitted. I didn't write down when Fabian pitted, but that was on lap 44. Most pit stops were done around lap, anywhere between lap 15 to lap 27. Yeah, I don't think he'd just been in the pit, so it must have just slowly come loose. But it's surprising that he didn't have feedback that, you know, it was spinning the tyre and stuff the, like that. Wheel would well, they come off the stakes on the end of the hub as well. Mm. There was a lot of aluminium in there when they oh, put that wheel Oh, it was. Off. When they dropped it, it was, it was bad. And then it started to rain. And then the rain came. And I'm like, it's raining. And then I'm like, quickly, I should jot down the lap time so I can work out when we when the crossover window will happen. Yeah, no. No, nothing <laughs> happened. It, it, it barely spat. Um, and then, guess what? <laughs> Lounsey wins. Yes, he did. It was It was, it a was an eventful Lounsey race. Day. It was a great race. But then there was a lot of periods with racing happening. And most of the time, racing, to be honest, is stick to a number. Yeah, yeah. So you get big gaps. Fuel numbers and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. 
strategy. Yeah, I just good good work to Scotty for jumping Jamie with the strategy and LeBrock, really strong result for him, fifth. Everyone's like, oh, his best result's fourth. And you're like, yeah, but that was a Bathurst and hell. Will Davison's won one of them. He's won two of them. <laughs> Just in a bit of a mood today. I'm just like, you nah, are. let's rubbish some drivers. You're, like, you're, you're um, angry. I've had a couple of drinks before you got here, you see. Yeah. All right, so Formula One uh, V8's done. Done? You, you don't want to talk about Lounsey a little bit more? No, no, I'm, I'm happy. We've covered Lowndes enough. All right. And uh, Formula One happened, Vettel won. And now back to Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, jumping Wait, 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 wait. Aren't you meant to be now reading out what the... Oh, I suppose you probably do that at the end of the show just to rub it in a bit more. Which one? The oh, predictions. The, the predictions. We haven't got to predictions yet, but yeah. do you want to know the results <laughs> from last week? <laughs> All right, yeah. let's try and keep this show to about an hour so we got 15 minutes plus. <laughs> okay. Uh, big weekend over in Bahrain uh, for the Formula One. Did you see that? Um, <laughs> this is. Oh, we're going to keep this quiet. Let's go talk about a little bit of crap. Bernie Eccleston was back. Oh, was he? No, I didn't yeah. see him. No. Surprise, surprise. Um, the guy that's like corruption guy is, is back at a country known for their human rights violations. But anyway, that's why. <laughs> he was back in the pits. There was, a, there was a photo with him. He was there. Anyway, I don't want to get too political. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to drop that in there and not talk about it, though. <laughs> no, he was back in the pits. That's okay, the main talk. Okay, okay. Well, let's... Bernie's I mean, he's back. allowed to rock up. I'm, I'm pretty sure he still doesn't pay for a ticket. No, probably not. He's probably one of those, you know, what they call them, life member things. Mm. Um, yes, big weekend, big weekend. Uh, some interesting qualifying. Honda and Toro Rosso doing an absolutely stunning job in qualifying and beating uh, Alonso and, and um, Stoffel. So they the they were good. McLarens were sort of nowhere, and the Hondas were actually quite quick. They were the fastest midfield car. Uh, Hartley just didn't have the pace of Gasly though. Um, Gasly's really starting to shine, and the way he drove the race was really good as well. So that could be interesting to see with all this talk about where Daniel Ricciardo is going and what's happening with Ferrari talks and pre agreements or whatnot's happening there. Uh, they might not take science back off Renault. They might put might Gasly yeah. um, with the way he's driving. I was, while you are talking, I was quickly looking around. I was like, oh, jump to the internet, jump to this. Um, there was a tweet that Martin Brundle did, and I took a screenshot of it. It was great. It says, well done, Pierre Gasly, for, uh, for his Toro Rosso qualifying efforts in Bahrain. In 21 years of t- F1 TV, I've never heard the phrase, we'll have to look at the data to understand why we were so fast. <laughs> uh, that was it but that just summed up the Toro Rosso this weekend. Yeah, they were amazing. Know, they were just on board. Well, they they had new internal combustion engine in Hartley's car and they both had new uh, MTUHs, the turbos, wasn't it? Is yeah, that uh, MTUH? Sure. Is that the turbo? Oh, right. Yeah, whatever. They got new MGUH uh, anyway, they they both had new turbos uh, on their cars, so um, because apparently that was what caused the problem with Hartley's car last meeting. Oh, okay. So, and the upgrades, they were trying to get it for Melbourne, but you know what it's like. Yeah. They just couldn't really get it in time. Get the first first round, I think teams are under a lot more pressure to roll out a car than what a lot of people understand. 
Oh, yeah, especially with winter testing only being, what is it, three weeks before it or something like yeah, that. So if you're going to manufacture, really not these smaller teams going to manufacture something, it's hard. But, wow, Honda, 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 Honda did not look that slow in a straight line either. No, they I would be very good. careful, Renault. I like 50 seconds, 55 seconds off the pace, whatever. But that was the best of the rest. And he held his own, like for Haas and, um, I was going to say Toro Rosso, but we're talking about Toro Rosso. Uh, Renault and McLaren, they couldn't really get to him. No, he was he was quite quick. So, fingers crossed, these Hondas are reliable now. Did you see the Honda mechanics at the end of the race? No. no. Jumping around. Oh, the, the, oh, the Toro Rosso. I thought oh. you meant the Honda themselves. Yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, the Toro yeah. Rosso mechanics. Yeah, they yeah. They were really stoked. They were screaming. I mean, it was amazing. Like, yeah. Fuck you, McLaren. Look what we did. <laughs> well, I feel I do feel for um like Eric Bourlay was the the contact this weekend that Brundle and that can talk to from the commentary box. Yeah, oh. and it was just from disheartening practice and that, and then when they got into qualifying, it was God. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't want. I wouldn't have liked being in his position at all. Mm. Very very difficult questions. He handled them all very well. I was waiting for an Eric Brule, uh fuck off, mate, <laughs> and hang up. Done with you. I yeah. won't answer that radio call again. Yeah. So, but he he was good. He still answered all their calls and stuff like that. So it onto the race. I think was it lap two. Max comes together with Hamilton. Yes, I mean, this was is second a, lap. Was yeah, second this lap. was a talking spot because of towards the end of the race, but that put Max out of the race. Was it well? Was it now, that, or was it? There's not been anything really said about that. Said about it, has there? Because the floor didn't look damaged. No, um, he said he lost drive. So I wonder if he had a similar issue to Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, because that was Max really... also had that issue in um, practice. Ah, uh, did he? Or qualifying, sorry, where his car turned well, it just wouldn't go anywhere anymore, and, and had to get pushed back around, in. and then it went into the wall. Ah, oh, hang on, no, I'm talking about practice. Ah, okay. So practice, his car just, it was out on track and it just basically stopped driving. The engine was still running, but there was no drive there. And they did something to fix it and they got it fixed and sent him back out. But hmm. don't know what that was. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it was really sad to watch like... Ricardo's car just turn itself off. That was... He turned it off, but he lost all the power first. And then he's like, then I killed it. Then I turned it off and just pulled off to the side. Yeah. Um, yeah, just no power. The that was I tell you what. I'm not. I, I didn't watch this live. I set an alarm. <laughs> um, my Matt. alarm went off, and I was like, "Turn that off." I went back to sleep, and then woke up at like five o'clock in the morning, going, "Shit, that was the alarm for Formula One. Better turn it on." About four hours late, but you know, <laughs> you get that. Uh, a mate of mine stayed up all night to watch it. Kevin, he's a good yeah, listener yeah. of ours. Uh, and said he was heartbroken, basically. <laughs> He's yeah, like, well, I stayed I up all what, night to watch this, really and then two hard. both Red Bulls were out. It made it really hard to rewatch. I did rewatch the race. Um, it's it's quite an interesting race. Open. I enjoy, um, enjoyed the race. I've oh, watched it a couple race times. Great. Yeah. Um, what do you think of all the sparks? It's, it's normal. The fact that they've put a little spark plate on the cars. Well, they they used to have them years ago. They're yeah, just but the years ago was because it was actually like a titanium strip. Titanium, yeah, skirts. Yeah, I don't I don't mind. I think 
it adds to the spectacle. They had it the was board. good at the start, like say when you've got Hamilton overtaking two other cars at the same time, right? They're in the... getting smashed with sparks. Yeah, and then the sparks were everywhere. This is great. But then when it was every time down the straight, you're like, I get it. You got sparks. Guys. <laughs> it's like, calm you, calm down a little bit. But you know, it does make your TV good. But when you got 57 laps of sparks. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying they lose their effect, do you? They lose their... Oh, I'll tell you what. I wrote the notes about the sparks on the first couple of laps, and then by the end of it, I did not mention sparks at all. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Another thing I noticed, this is a little bit random. On the TV coverage, did you notice now they actually tell you what t- corner they're through? Like, they go turn one, turn two, turn three, down I the bottom, it, um, next to the F1 logo on the bottom left-hand corner. It will say when they're going through turn one, turn two, turn... Yeah, I I noticed that halfway through the race. Hartley, 10-second penalty for Perez. He made the contact, eh? uh, They got a penalty also for their pre-start. So their warm-up lap. They went out of position and then got copped a penalty. I've not seen it happen before, but apparently what they must have accelerated up the field a bit and then allowed themselves to fall back through the field. Maybe the field was going too slow and they wanted to go faster. I don't know what's happened. Or It's not a hurt his race, though, because Hartley was... He could have been on for a top 10. That would have been double yeah. points finish for Toro Rosso. Yeah, it was... Uh, he's he's not looked as, uh, obviously, as at home in that car as uh, Gasly is. Yeah, it's only second race. I mean, I know they had four races. Or but, three races, whatever, last year. But, yeah, so... Um, yeah, a bit of a shame, but I, I guess overall didn't affect him too much. See the Mercedes fake pit stop? Yes, I did. Now, I know the there rules. wasn't enough information there because I don't. Were, did they come out because Ferrari come out and they were gonna bring Bottas in? They decided against it, or did they go into the lane and then Ferrari went into the lane? I think that's what happened. Mmm, that's very naughty. Well, unless they decided. Apparently, they told Bottas. Do whatever Hamilton doesn't do. Well, did they? Because what I heard is they. What Martin Brundle said is maybe they said just do what Hamilton said, not like just whatever um, Vitello was it Kimmy. Kimmy. Kimmy doesn't do. And I think that was for Bottas. Yeah, it was. So yeah, I don't know. I just think like it's dodgy. It is dodgy because I'm pretty sure the Mercedes guys were out there, and then Ferrari were like, well, we'll pit as well. Yeah, well, they weren't going to get undercut. They and were they were in a dominant position, so they, they just pitted. copied. And then Mercedes guys like, all right, I'm going inside for a coffee. Like, mm. I know you're not allowed to have your crew out there unless you actually intend to do a pit stop. But what are they going to do? Hook them up to a lie detector? Like, were you going to do that pit stop? Did yeah. you just did you just throw the bluff and just like Ferrari <laughs> fell for it? I think so. I feel like that's what it was. Mm. I did notice it was very interesting that Red Bull had nearly packed up their whole everything before <laughs> the race was even ended. <laughs> well, mate, it's a long race. And when both your cars are out on lap two, it's really... Oh, lap five, sorry. Max retires on lap five. You might as well start packing up. What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, Ricardo was walking out of the ground. Or walking out of the track. There you go. Mid-race. He didn't even stay. He, he was pretty dejected, this one. I think he felt like he was on for a good result. Yeah, and like you said, you know, night races, you stay up all day. Stay up all day. You, you know, you get up late in the afternoon, but you're up all night, ready for this two hours of racing, and then to be out by lap two. It's 
bit hard. Mm. Well, um, Ferrari and their oil spray. That's another thing I want to talk to you about. Yeah, the Saubers, the Haas and the Ferraris all do it all pretty bad. Ferrari-powered engines. Didn't yeah. Ferrari have this thing last year where they got done for burning oil? Uh, yeah, and now also they're just Mercedes. Not burning it, they just sort of like vent it through the engine. Yeah, but they're still only meant to vent maximum 600 mil of oil, I think, per 100 kilometers. So 1.2 liters over a whole race. I suppose that's a substantial amount. That is a. That's a I wouldn't want to go through 1.6. One, what do you say? 1.2? 1.2, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go through 1.2 liters of oil every time I drive 200 Ks. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's not been any word that they're breaking the rules, no, which is surprising. No, it's just something me. that I noticed that there were a lot of smoke coming out from the. Well, did you notice when they started the vehicles? Or I think, was that for qualifying or one of the practice sessions I was watching? One of the sessions, uh, they start the engines and it is a smoke show. And no, apparently I did notice that when Kimmy stopped after a bit at my next talking point when he in the pits, smoke. Well, that was mainly brakes heating up and smoking everywhere. Oh no no no! This is massive. This is like smoke out the whole garage, dealio. Oh really? And apparently it was happening multiple times over the weekend. Ah. Oh. Uh, my next things. Oh. K-Mag, getting pretty angry on, pretty oh, worked up on the radio, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, especially about Grosjean blocking his way. Do you think Grosjean, like, I don't know. I don't know what, like, racer's mentality is, but if you wonder how late they call it to box. If you've been told to box and you're, you find you're coming up on your team and your teammate comes up on you and he's clearly on fresher rubber... Shouldn't you pay the team game? And like, there was a part there that you well, could it easily was, let It him happened through. for more than one lap, but he held him up for uh, over a lap. Ah, oh, okay. I was... So I think he was maybe wanted to get past the Force India. Yeah, well, he, he definitely he, wanted he was, to he try. Was, yeah, I think that's yeah. He wanted to get past the Force India, and I think that's all he was trying to do. And he didn't really give a shit that his teammate was behind him at all. No, he really didn't. Um, and K Mag was just yeah, get him out of the way. He was angry. He was. It was lots of expletives. Yes. Um, a couple of laps later, the, basically the biggest talking point. Well, yeah. That was probably one of the biggest talking points of the race. Kimmy's second pit stop. That was pretty scary. It was. I didn't like watching that. No. And that tire never came off. No, it didn't. So, whose fault? Front Jackman? Uh, I don't know. We'd need to know more. Did the light never go red because the tire never come off? I don't know how it works. Are they all red to begin with and then go green once it's torque to spec and the button's pressed and the torque and the the analyzing torque thing on the gun picks up that it's tightened to torque? Was the gun in reverse? Maybe it was going forwards when they tried to undo it and it said it torqued it up to spec and it put the green light on for that wheel? Could have. That's actually probably very pleasable, plausible. Um, what... What... Yeah, I don't know. And it was... A, oh, it's, it's a really, shocking break. It shows you, like, because you see in the slow-mo. should probably like, explain what happened in okay. case people didn't see it. If you haven't seen it, um, Kimmy's come into a stop. The right... No, the left rear never gets changed. So they come in. All the tires, three tires come on, go off. And then the left rear is doesn't get changed. They... Crew 
pit mechanic who's holding the tire to put the new one on has his Left leg yeah. in front of the rear wheel. The lights have gone green for Kimmy. He's been dropped and he goes and he collects the mechanic. And breaks, broke his leg. Two places. Yeah. He's recovering in hospital. He's all okay now, but yeah, very, very broken leg. Uh, mm. The footage is not nice to no. see his shin bend not in a good direction. That's that's horrible. Um, I was actually quite surprised the medical staff and stuff weren't rushing to the scene, but I guess that's what they teach you, not to panic. Everyone go move slowly, do do it to sort of thing. I, but I think it was two laps and he was out of there. That's a long time. That's like four minutes when you've got some of the world's best. Can you imagine if a driver crashed out yeah. on the circuit? It would take them about two minutes to get there with the, the doctors and everything. Yeah. Less, less. They're already sitting in the car ready to go. Maybe they didn't want to pull medical staff away from the medical car, but I feel that the the mechanics should we be treated to a hospital. as good as a driver is treated. Oh. He was very injured. He needed help, and it, it just seemed like the Ferrari guys were trying to help him, but essentially no one else was really dropping what they were doing. Mm. I, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't really looked into it too much. Um, I think Ferrari got fined 50,000 euros. Yeah, it was a massive fine. Some points or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was pretty big. It was unsafe release and causing injury to team personnel yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, the good news is he's recovering, and I've seen a video of him walking on crutches on Instagram or something. Yep, he, he seems happy enough. He's, he's all good. He's, he'll be back. He'll be back. Um, lap 39, Ferrari told Vettel to go on plan B, which is a one-stopper. Now, Vettel pitted and stopped on lap. Oh, I didn't take note. Um, <laughs> it was early. early. He did 39 laps on a tire that they recommend doing 30 on. Mm. That's what it come down to. <laughs> so it was a pretty massive what did stint. say at the end of the race? is like, these tires were done. They were done 10 laps ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he come on the radio with 10 laps to go and he said... Yeah, everything's under control. It's all okay. Mm. Um, and he he's come out and admitted that he was trying to fox the Mercedes into just giving up, like they did in Australia. So oh, when Hamilton, yeah, Hamilton backed off. Saying Hamilton that. turned the engine down, basically gave up, ended up five seconds behind or something by the end of the race. He wanted Mercedes to do the same thing this race, just give up and let him have the win. And he's like, no, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> Bottas just kept coming. And it was a great finish. It was. It was a, a very, very I, good finish. Because I rewatched it after knowing the result, it was a little bit. Eh, I know what's happened, but I think if you know watching it live, that was would have kept things interesting. You would have woken up for that last bit. Oh yeah, it was. It was a pretty amazing end to the race. Um, the the whole race in general had some good good racing in it. Oh, it, it was, was and like race. you said, lots of passing. I think there was a heap of passing early on. Well, I think there's 40 passes of, in the first 10 laps or something. It's more passes than it happened in like the last three Australian races. Yeah. Um, well, the first lap would have had more passing than Australia. Yeah. Marcus Harrison finally got in the points. He did. Like 50, 50 races, races or something. Or yeah. something without getting, I was like, oh, well, that's good for him. Um, and Alonso is now fourth overall in the driver standings. That's a stellar effort because they had really bad qualifying, but he did really race really well. Stoffel moved forward too. It was actually pretty good to see him moving yeah. forward through the field. Um, 
Obviously, with two Red Bulls out, it helps a lot of the other teams. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. But this is what these teams need to do. They need to capitalize on. This is something that was good about Toro Rosso is they've capitalized on the fact that, you know, you lost two, two uh, Ferrari yeah. and two Red Bulls. Yeah, he's he's so where you're normally going. I'm going to be aiming for seventh. You're like, oh, now fourth. Yeah, that yeah, was really and good. he did. He, he did. He made everything of it, and it, it was it was a good race. Go um. On. What's your pick for uh, China? Oh, I was quickly going to show you this. Have you seen oh, okay. now what um, the Super 2s do on, like, downshift? F2s? The f two. sorry. Yes, yeah, Super 2s. Yeah. Shoot flames. Yeah, I watched a couple of their races over the weekend. Why don't have Formula 1 shoot flames? It's interesting watching these new Formula 2 cars. Because they're turbocharged, a lot of them are stalling. Should have seen a start grid. I was going to watch like dead the race. cars everywhere. Oh, really? <laughs> the freaking the start. I think two cars didn't start on the warm up lap, or maybe three. And then in the start of the race, this is the second race. I think it was another three or four didn't start. I haven't really they watched just too much. G- went oh, the F2s. Oh, I used to love watching GP two. It's really good racing. Yeah, they're really die hard. They still got pit stops and everything. They're a slightly longer race, but they're not not Formula One length race. Um, but the kids, geez, they drive the wheels off them. It's See, I had throat. started watching um, Formula E. Oh, you dirty, dirty man. <laughs> Not dirty. Great for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so how are you finding it? It's really hard to watch when they go for a car change. Yeah, that's frustrating. But next watch, year, yeah. it'll be gone. So I'm sort of like, yeah, right. You're I'll joining s- early. I'm joining early, like, you know, and then you getting can really in on the appre- base level. And then once it's up and everyone's like, oh, Formula E, this is great. I'm like, ah, guys, you're late to the party. <laughs> um, they're much better when they're racing on a real tracks opposed to the street, street tracks. Yeah, the street tracks, some of them are pretty frustrating to watch. They're so bumpy and so the cars bumpy, can't so do So bumpy, so narrow, can't pass. Um, there's something about the Formula E, though. I just can't get away when they're and lights out and they're like, <laughs> you're like, ah, oh, and all you hear is, like tires pushing and it's just like ah anyway it's not too bad um their gen 2's got a halo as well i've heard that uh nico rosberg's gonna do some testing the um gen 2 oh and i think nissan's jumping into the gen 2 as well i wouldn't be surprised most manufacturers are so well they can't they've got so many manufacturers and supercars can't get any yeah full electric cars Oh, won't that piss off the Bogans? Yeah, it would. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, no, it's never going to happen. All right, um, quickly, we'll get into last tips. week's tips. Oh, we don't have to. Um, them, last do we? week's tips. No, we don't have to. Let's just let's look to the future. Why, why are we future? always why in, the are we past? Going in the past? I don't know. This whole <laughs> show is about the past. <laughs> uh, JD picked Hamilton and Scotty Mack. They both uh, failed Brabant miserably. And Brabant. Michael picked Vettel and Win Cup, so I get. One I, point. I think I actually did. No, I, I, I don't think. I know. I actually said to you, but Mercedes is the fastest car, and you can pass on this track. You did. You did say that. I and didn't count on them having a five grid penalty and Hamilton having a shocking qualifying. What's Bottas's excuse? It's Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I get in trouble for rubbishing Tim Blanchard. You can oh. like, it's Bottas. <laughs> yeah, well, he's Bottas not... has won a race. Yeah, he's won a few, but not many. <laughs> All right. We're going to China next week. We are. It is it's, next week, it's isn't it? It's this Sunday. 
this week coming. Two days away. All right. Ah, China. What's that one? <laughs> That's the one with the big spiral. Like turn one just goes forever and then it turns back on itself and it does that thing. Goes like this. It's a really bad example and no one else can see. But, you know, if you just think in your head, guys, you know what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm confused now. I was so sure last week too. you got to go Hamilton. You reckon? I don't know. It's not paying off. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go Vettel again. Again, this is the first time you've gone for Tell. No, I went for Tell the first meeting, didn't oh, I? Oh, you did. You're in Australia. Yeah. And I went for Kimmy. Anyway, all right, so for Tell. It'll be Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going Hamilton. <laughs> he doesn't, you can't keep the man down for too long. But I wouldn't be surprised if Vettel wins it because Vettel was quite strong at the start of the year. I think it's with only the one week turnaround. It's not like Mercedes are going to bring something new to the game within that. Yeah. They're running the exact same car again. Um, The only difference is Hamilton won't have a six grid place penalty to start this race. Um, Because Bottas didn't have to take the penalty because his his gearbox... Yeah, it did before the race. Hmm? From qualifying, it was before the race. Oh, and also, well, Hamilton copped it because his gearbox hadn't done... Well, hadn't done the number, like, six races beforehand. Yeah, of course. But the one that Bodas um, replaced yeah. was before the race. It was between he crashed in oh, qualifying, okay. and then it, and he started last anyway. So he'd already won, like worn the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, well um, he didn't start last, but yeah, that is us. Yep. Done and dusted. Just remember, Lounsey's great. Everyone loves him. Yep. Um, good win by Lounsey. Was it's it nice. Was. I, was just, I didn't even think about it, but have you seen what shorts I'm wearing? You are wearing triple eight team vortex shirt. <laughs> and I am wearing an autobahn lounge. I promise to everyone we're not a hundred percent biased towards triple eight. We're not. I picked Hamilton this round. <laughs> What's that got to do with triple eight? Oh, well, you know, I'm normally not a big big fan of him. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that proved absolutely nothing. I think it didn't. Well, we don't have a V eight supercar round to pick. But we will do that well, next we week. And you know what? I might not pick Triple Eight. Yes, you will. It's <laughs> Philip Island. Come I on. I know. I'm going to pick Lounsey. <laughs> <laughs> Two wins right. in a row. You'll never guess it. It would never. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, very much appreciate it. If you've got anything you want to say, if you want to say hello, if you want any tips, if you just want to say, hey, I like the show, you can um, contact us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breaking late, or you can email us through at breaking late at gmail.com. Check out our website, breaking late.com. It's not much on it, but I use it to host the show. But, you know, go there. Um, that is us. That is. Done. Dusted. We'll see you guys next week after we go to China. Well, we're not really going to China, but, you know, after this Formula 1s, go to China. See ya. Peace out. Bye. Bye.